Welcome to the You Glow Nurse Podcast. My name is Fallon Lopez. I was a formerly burnt out nurse, recovering people pleaser, now turned nurse wellness coach and host of this podcast. I empower nurses to take back their health and healing so they can find their voice again and prevent burnout. We are tapping all the way in, creating open spaces for busy, burnt out nurses who are ready to grow and glow into their passion for helping others without jeopardizing their own health and wellness. Ditch the burnout, build healthier habits and resilience instead. Let's get to it, y'all. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another Wellness Wednesday Live with me, your host, Fallon Lopez, RN, certified health and wellness coach and host of the Nurse Wellness Community. And tonight I get the opportunity to talk to a very good friend of mine, an amazing woman that is passionate about her work. And I had to bring her to the community, y'all, because this lady is rocking it in life, in fitness, and in entrepreneurship. And it's a journey. Um, and she's going to be sharing with us the ways that she has, you know, progressed through this life. We're talking about transitions. We're talking about change. We're talking about up-leveling. So you are going to love this conversation if you've ever thought about making changes, how to start making changes, uh, taking the leap, walking in faith, all of these great things that Laurel is going to share with us tonight. So you don't want to miss out. Um, yeah. So let's welcome on Laurel Woods, Coach Laurel Woods. Hey, friends. Hello. I'm so glad you're here. We were having some technical difficulties, but we worked <laughs> out. Look. Yes, we're you're here. Yes. Awesome. 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 So I just want to brag on you a little bit. I want to give you your flowers. You know, um, Laurel and I actually were um, competing against each other, maybe. I don't know. But no, we were supporting each other. We were part of a woman's entrepreneur group called the YWCA 360 program. Um, and we actually were able, we were given the opportunity to pitch our businesses, our visions to a group of investors. And out of 20 people, Laurel has to remind me of this all the time because sometimes I'm like, did I really? Is it a big deal? You know, that, that, that imposter syndrome happens. But out of 20 people that signed up for the pitch competition, five people were chosen and there were only three winners. And Laurel got second place for her pitch, uh, more about her business coming soon, uh, fitness therapy. And um, so that was a huge thing. And then I got third place. So we were like just reeling off of the whole thing. Wow. What an experience that was, right? Yeah. That was, it wasn't a lot of pressure as I thought it would be, maybe because that was like my second one, but Honestly, having a friend in it, you know, it kind of just eased my nerves. So I'm just like, okay, me and Fallon in this together. So <laughs> we're you know. each other. Um, <laughs> it was uncomfortable. Not gonna lie, it was uncomfortable. Um, I was nervous, um, but having you, like, like you said, having a friend in it w- made it a little bit easier. We were like, yeah. you know, we got this. We did it, and it was an amazing thing. Like, so let's jump into it. Like. As an entrepreneur, how important it is, is it to invest in yourself in these type of uh, programs, coaching, 
how important do you think it is to invest uh, in yourself that way? Yeah, I think it's super important. And you're talking to someone who likes to do everything themselves, right? I like to handle everything. I'm a, I got it. Don't worry about it. But I reached a point, I think this, yeah, this was last year in my business. I reached a point where I'm like, I need help. I had to put the pride aside, right? And I'm like, I need help. I need, you know, some guidance. I'm a little lost right now. I'm a little stagnant. So I think getting into entrepreneur programs is so important because at some point in your business, getting some extra help, I mean, it helps with the growth, you know, at the end of the day, like, Two heads are better than one, right? So if you whether that's getting a coach, whether that's being a part of a program amongst other entrepreneurs, it's it's really important at this point. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> I had to put the pride aside. I'm like, you know what? You don't got it all the way. <laughs> that's good. I'm glad you bring up that pride um, and that like self starter mode, that kind of like superhero syndrome, that like I want I can handle this all on my own. Um, many of us as we're nurses here, this is the nurse wellness community. So we are very aware of that. We're very, yeah, that's, that's something that we deal with. Um, being very, um, like I can do it on my own. Um, and there are entrepreneurs in this group. So there are women that are trying to start businesses or want to get into entrepreneurship. So I want to, you know, go through your journey because, you know, we didn't really talk about all of the wonderful things that you're doing. Like I said earlier in the intro, you know, your fitness, your life, your entrepreneurship coach. So let's go back to the beginning. Mm -hmm. So you were, where was your shift here? Like, um, how did you become where you're at now? How did it start? And how did you become this multi-business person? Give us, give us a quick little review. Like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, it started when I was five. I was like, I'm going to work for myself. No. Um, well, in all seriousness, though, really, it started when I was like younger. It's really funny. I just always, I didn't know anything about business at the age of five. What it was, was I realized that I had something in me that would give me the ability to lead something right? Like I just felt like a natural born leader. So I just felt like I had my own ideas. I had my own thoughts, you know? And so it really did start at a young age, but the entrepreneurship didn't happen until 2018 when um, I was on a a healing journey on a journey where I, I kind of isolated myself to, to do my work. Right. And within that time, um, I was working in the fashion industry. So fashion merchandising, I was working in corporate office in the buying, buying offices. So gray walls, cubicles, like you picture it, it the office, you know? And so um, it wasn't until, you know what today, oh my goodness, this is so crazy that we're having this conversation because today marks four years since I quit my job, I quit today, four years ago. Wow. Did you quit fashion, fashion merchandising? Yes, I quit for it. And, and it wasn't just the, oh, I'm just going to quit. It really was um, a, a bunch of things, right? It was constant anxiety and panic being at work when I knew I wasn't happy there. Right. And knowing that I could give more or or wanting to do meaningful work. So it was a little bit of that. It was also um, a call from God when I was just doing some some quiet time. And I, I, I saw something. I saw me on a different path. I saw me on a path of uplifting others, motivating others, encouraging others. But here's the thing. When I got that vision, I still didn't know the direction. I just knew that I was 
shining some light on others. That's all I knew, but it wasn't fashion and it wasn't, I just didn't know, but I just knew in that moment that I was going a different direction. Mm. And, you know, normally that would freak someone out, but I think because I'm someone who invites change in my life um, and I kind of need constant change in in a sense. So I was kind of open to it, open to the call. um, And I quit my job a month after I had got that, that, you know, um, that vision. And I quit on a whim. I didn't have anything saved up. I didn't know what I was going to do. I just said, I'm just going to have some faith. That's it. That's really what it was. You know, um, if I'm going to be honest, it really was just having faith that something's going to work out. I just know that I'm meant to work for myself. I just know that these grand ideas that are in my heart and my mind will come out at some point, but just being at, uh, a job or being in the office. I just knew it wasn't for me. So this was back in 2018. And it wasn't until later that year when I moved to Houston, I became a personal trainer. Now that's something I didn't see on my path either. Um, and so that was that was another call that I answered and understood later on. And that's what really opened the doors wide for me actually running my business and not just trying these um, get rich quick kind of businesses, you know, network marketing and all of that stuff. So I was dibbling and dabbling in that after I quit my job. But it wasn't until I became a personal trainer where the light bulb came on, like, OK, I actually have something to to build off of. So yeah, that's kind of how I got started. And then leading up until now, I've been a trainer for four years. Um, but ha- like adding the life coaching, the entrepreneur coaching that kind of came recently, not the life coaching. I, I actually had that in, um, in my back pocket before the coaching or the um, fitness training. Um, but I guess it wasn't just, it wasn't time yet, right? He had, God had me on the path of fitness training. And while on that path, I got a lot of light bulbs going off, like, okay, okay, I see the bigger picture. And so then that opened the door for me to do my life coaching. And then the entrepreneur coaching, that's just another door he's opened up that I'm just like, okay, I'll explore that. Honestly, you know what I'm saying? So I'm I'm just an open person. So that's why I, I just feel like I have the ability to take on multiple businesses just because I'm, I'm inviting. <laughs> like, come on, I don't care. <laughs> I love that you say that, like being an open person. And I feel like that is like a, a mindset that you have to have to be open to change, to be a flexible. That's what I hear yeah. you saying, like being very flexible. Um, but it's just crazy how life just transitions. So you've been through several mm-hmm. transitions, like you said, thinking your path was going to be one way in fashion and then totally shifting and moving and then even getting married, correct? Yes. Like, yeah, there's been so many transi- transitions. But would you say having that mindset of change has really helped you stay grounded during those times? Yeah. How does that work? To be open to change, but still being grounded. Yeah. Well, if you're going to be open to change, you have to know and understand that change does not always feel good. Change typically feels good after the fact, That really, because you're like, you're shifting and the shift is always uncomfortable. You're leaving something. When, when we leave something or have to let go, there's this pull that happens, right? And that's the the part of the transition that doesn't feel good. You know, there's the pressure there. There's there's the pressures of the unknown 
you know, when you get into that change, is this going to work out or is this for me or is this the best decision? What have you. Right. So one step one is being open to change. And then step two is really just um, understanding um, what could come with that. But then also having the faith of I know transitions don't feel well, but I'm on to something and something is coming. And typically when we have that feeling of like, something is coming, change is coming. I don't know what it is, but it makes me scared or I don't know what it is. It just, you know, I need some clarity, but I think having that faith keeps you grounded because you're just, you're just in the know, but yet you believe at the same time, like what could be. Yeah. Yeah. Like being positive, open to possibilities. Mm -hmm. um, Just being, I hear you saying like, having a sense of confidence like yeah who you yeah. are and what you can handle like even change whatever change comes like i'm gonna be good it's not gonna yeah. mess me up i'm not gonna lose control i'm mm-hmm. not gonna be just a mess whatever change happens like i'm gonna be okay yep. i can face it i have the tools and so that's a powerful place to be but before we get there like before we start making the change like yeah how like you were telling us like there was like there was a vision and there was like um, things that kind of like stopped you in your tracks mm-hmm. to share to uh, encourage you to move forward or to make that change. But what about someone that are there any like red flags prior to the the big old red stop sign? Like, are there any like red flags, like some signs like, hey, it's time to transition, yeah. or change, maybe like in a career change, like mm-hmm. saying like say a nurse that may be watching, she may be like, maybe I'm having some flags. Like maybe I need to do something. Maybe something needs to change. What are some of those flags people might could expect and how can they uh, move forward? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, Everything that we need to know is always around us. We just have to pay attention. So the signs, the flags, whatever you want to call it are always there, but it really takes a certain, um, not necessarily level of awareness, but it really takes for you to be conscious of what's really going on in your life. And that's really like one of the steps to creating change on your own. If it, if it's something that doesn't necessarily just come to you, like how I had a moment where it just came to me, where God gave it to me, I didn't necessarily create it for myself. But if you're going to invite or create or, or want to know where the signs are, if this is the right time, um, typically there's a stir up in the spirit. If there's if there's this constant thought or this constant nudge that that you feel often, that's a real thing. And I think we have to, because sometimes we'll chew it away because it's like, oh, I'm just tripping. Ah, I'm just, I'm, you know, am I just overthinking or, or whatever? You brush it off. But when you really feel that nudge on a consistent basis, it is, this might be every day for you. You know what I mean? Um, that's a really big sign right there. And so when you get that sign, that means, or that feeling, that means it's time to sit down and really think, when this comes up, when I feel this, what am I doing? Am I at work? Am I bothered at work? Every time I feel this nudge, I'm usually at work. And when I feel this nudge, I'm usually thinking about, I don't want to be here. I want to be over here. Right. And it's like, sometimes we have what we want to do, like the thoughts or the, or the desires, what we want to do that they're there, but there's so much stuff that you have going on. That's kind of blocking that. 
So if you have that nudge and you're you're taking that time to reflect, to really get clear on what that nudge is, that's going to be one sign. Another sign could be, again, what you have going on in life and things you can see the natural shift. This could be a promotion or this could be a connection you've made and you've you've had a conversation with someone and the conversation lined up with a thought or a desire that you once had. Right. Then it's like, hold on. <laughs> I just thought of this and or I, or I think about this deeply. And I just had this conversation with someone that sounds like a door could be open in this area. Let me explore that more. You know what I mean? So it's kind of like to know what's next for you or to create what's next for you or, or where your heart desires, you really have to start with where you're at and really, it's like analyze everything, your job, your, your home life, your relationships, basically the wheel of life, like all the life domains will really answer all the questions you need by just simply asking, where am I at right now? The answer is right here, <laughs> right in front of you. Exactly. That's great. I was just using the wheel of life uh, recently, yesterday when I was talking um, and sharing with this nurse practitioner group, and it's not something that's commonly discussed, but even among like um, healthcare providers, I was saying this yesterday, like we know how to assess everyone else. We know how to ask our patients, how are you doing? What are you doing? Um, what can I do to help you? Where does it hurt? What type, you know, we know the assessment <laughs> questions, but yeah. what I hear Laurel saying and just affirming right now, we need to start doing those assessments on ourselves daily. Like, especially if you feel a nudge, like, you know, and you're trying to figure out what is this nudge? Like, what is this uneasiness? What am, what am I feeling right now? Especially if you're thinking like, maybe I need to get up and go. I need to go on a vacation. I need to quit my job. You know, like, what is that nudge telling you? So I recently had a nudge, not going to lie. Um, and it was an uncomfortable time in my job, my full-time job while still pursuing my wellness coaching. And it was a time where I was like, I'm just going to ditch it all. Lord, I'm just going to quit. I'm just going to give up. I'm just going to just really just, I, I need to quit this full-time job to pursue my wellness coaching full-time. But there was, there was a, like, like you said, like there was the uncomfortableness, mm -hmm. but at the same time, it it came to me after getting real quiet doing like I literally took a journal to work so that I could write down those feelings when they came up. Like I want to do, I want to become, how am I feeling? And it just came to me like, it's not the right time yet. So how does somebody know like, okay, I know the change is coming. I know, but maybe it's not the right time. Like, do you ever experience that? Like somebody that may be like, okay, I know I want to be an entrepreneur. I want to do these big things. I want to have these these big dreams. I want to help people on this level, but where I'm at is not really like helping me. Mm -hmm. How do you know whether or not it's like time to move on or maybe you need to stay and grow and nourish? Like are yeah. there some tools that you use um, with your clients? Um, well, to know if it's the right time, again, knowing where you are is key, first of all. And then also knowing where you would like to be. And then, because there's a gap right there, right? You're here, you want to be here. So within this gap, you have to think, okay, in order to be here, am I equipped with everything that I need right now to be here? And if you are not equipped, then what you can do, say this is like, 
like this end of the spectrum is you quitting your job going full on entrepreneur, right? Like say that's, that's what it is. And, but you, you're not to start that business. Maybe you need to get some certifications or maybe depending on whatever your business is, right? It's like, what do you need to be able to be in this fully? And so if you can't, and you have to be honest too, because sometimes we can be so anxious, so ready. I need change right now that we can just jump out there and and not prepare in a way that would ease us into the transition, right? So yeah, because girl, you could just jump right over and be like, okay, now what? When it's like, well, whole time, what you could have been doing in the gap period was learning, right? Learning and getting prepared. Just prepare yourself, right? And just be honest, it's not the right time. And also practice the patience because you're going to need it anyways later on. <laughs> you're going to need it later on as an entrepreneur or wh whatever you're getting into, you're going to always need patience. So why not practice it now? Why not prepare right now, right? So that I think would let you know if now or whenever is the right time. Are you, do you have everything you need to get to this one, this point? Yeah. It's all about awareness. It's all about being mm -hmm. like, you know, if we want those big changes, we want to make those big impacts. Like, I think that was a big lesson for me. So you're speaking to me right now. I was like, am I fully equipped to do those things? Silent? I had to go to therapy. I had to get with my therapist. Like, am I missing something? It's okay. Like, it's okay mm -hmm. to learn in this job. Yes. Learn. Uh, and another coach of mine, she really uh, just shared with me, like, bloom where you're planted. Yes. There's so much that you can learn there that can develop you, that's going to grow you into that leader that you want to be, that entrepreneur in your career. But sometimes we're too hard-headed. Mm -hmm. We're like, the pride again it just yeah. comes and it's like well this ain't going right that ain't going right I'm leaving like what yeah. about learning about communication what about learning about compromise mm -hmm. what about learning about you know boundaries like I've learned so much of that in nursing alone um, and there's been times where I need to leave I should have left sooner as well but all of it was a lesson and a blessing and it's mm -hmm. still pushing me on in my journey so I can definitely appreciate that yeah so, okay, you use this word, and I love when you use it um, because ease. Ease is just becoming oh, yeah. like this, this whole like evolvement for me and something that I've really had to reinforce in my life. And I feel like this was recently given to me as well. Another reminder like to walk in ease, walk in this ease and flow. So what is your definition of ease? walking in ease in your everyday life, you know, maybe you're not an entrepreneur, um, maybe you're just transitioning in life. And then maybe what about walking in ease in your entrepreneur life? Mm -hmm. okay. What does that mean to you? Yeah, yeah. When I say the word ease, um, it goes along with also being gentle. It's a way of being. Mm -hmm. Simply put, it's a way of being. Because if you think about it, when we our response to certain things in life can be um, harsh. It could be really quick. It could be, um, it can cause disruption, um, especially in, and I'm not even speaking of being angry or anything like that, because sometimes these words can go along with anger. It's not that it's really just your approach to stuff. Are you moving too fast? Are you 
thinking too fast, right? It's just a way of approaching things with ease, just taking a pause, taking, um, um, let's see, it's almost like walking slowly to really understand like what's going on. And this, again, this goes for like anything. <laughs> this can be the simplest thing. It's just approaching things um, in a calm manner, like physically, mentally, uh, emotionally, like say if you're you're anxious, right? Like you, you're naturally just something, it has you stirred up inside, but you still have the control. Why? Because one, you have that awareness of, yes, there's a disruption going on in this. Again, this could be whatever situation, whatever, right? It could be personal, career, what have you. There's a disruption going on. I'm aware of it, but I'm going to be a certain way about it though. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not going to let this overpower me and how I'm, how I am, you know? So when I say ease, it's really a way of being a way of, um, a way to approach things in life. I love it. (laughs) Because I walk fast. I talk fast. I move fast. I make decisions fast and I I push. I can be a little pushy. Um, when you introduce this to me, um, ease this terminology of ease I really like I like the way that you gave that analogy of walking slowly like even though you're walking slower it doesn't mean that you're not moving at all you're still walking towards a destination but it's a way that you're carrying yourself mm-hmm. you're not like trying to force it yeah like, it has to work it yes. has to be the only way this is the I have to go north that is <laughs> only way I must go towards the destination. North is the only way. Like, you know, and it just ties so well into that, having those mindsets of being open and flexible, Mm -hmm. walking in ease. Like nurses, we, we're on high speed. We're on high alert all the time. And so it can be hard to transition that into our lives, like into our goals, into our health goals into our and, and to our endeavors for whatever entrepreneurship goals that we may have going back to school. So it can be hard to turn it off. And it there is there a difference between maybe being driven, mm-hmm. driven and walking in ease? Like is there yeah. do you feel like you can still be driven and walk yeah. in ease? Yeah, that's that's the thing. It's like ease can go with everything, right? Being driven, okay, that's that's a, that's some good energy to get you moving, right? Uh, whether it's producing something or again being a certain way, but that ease is saying, I know what's going on. Um, let's let's be positive about it. I know what's going on. I'm really driven. I'm I'm hyped up, but I'm still aware of everything. I'm being conscious about everything. Um, and not conscious to the point where it's like overthinking and making your head hurt. Like you really just have to be here, you know, but you do have to be here, but be here with ease, have that drive. But then also the ease, the ease balances you out. That's really what it is. It's like you're driven, but you have that ease in there to be able to know how to move in what direction or, you know, what have you, whatever you need to do. Ease go with everything. it's a balancing it balances you out because we can do a lot as nurses we take on a lot and like you said you have to be really self-aware 
um, of really conscious of all the things that you have on your plate for whatever you're working towards, like your health goals, your your wellness goals, your mental health goals, your business goals, whatever it is, making sure you're being gentle with yourself and kind with yourself, all yeah. of that, walking in ease. It's just another level of self-compassion. I, I love it. Absolutely. Yeah. So, okay. So let's see. There is a question that I want to ask you about faith because you yeah. talked about it. Um, so what is an example of practicing faith in an uncertain season for you? Maybe you can give us something that you've helped a client through or mm-hmm. maybe um, in your life. How did you have to practice faith in an uncertain season? Um, yeah, I would say... I'm going to go with a recent moment Um, since we're talking transitions too. might as well just go ahead and talk about my last transition. (laughs) So back in December of last year, um, I felt this nudge that things were shifting like and I didn't call on this. I didn't create the change either. Things were just naturally shifting. Um, And I was doing one on one personal training, but I got this nudge, thought, I don't know, something came to me, um, whatever you want to call it, came to me uh, that I should go in the direction of uh, an online program, but not your typical fit, like online fitness program. Because again, fitness therapy is life coaching and fitness training together, right? So I just knew that I needed to develop this program that had everything in it, basically like a full package program. And so, and it's so funny because I recorded myself during this time because I was crying, but I was crying happy tears. I was also crying because I'm like, I don't know what's going on because as an entrepreneur, you have moments where you're like, I'm doing it. I, everything is making sense. I'm, I'm making moves. I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. And then you have moments where you're like, I have no idea <laughs> like what's happening, what's going on because there's a shift happening. You're just like, I don't know, something's going on. And so when I was having that moment, um, I'm like, I'm going to lose out on a lot of money because I'm, I'm, I'm losing the bulk of my, I'm closing my training books. This is where all my money was coming from. But I had this, this pull to really go this direction. So I knew I was losing out. And then I also didn't know, like, how was this program stuff going to pan out? What, what is my business going to look like now when I transition? And so I did all my crying. I did my whiteboard activities and I love bringing up whiteboard activities. I'm looking at my whiteboard now. So I have this big whiteboard and I really suggest everybody recommend everyone get it. Um, Just because in moments like this, where you need to operate out of faith, this helps a lot. Um, Again, reflecting and looking at, you know, where you are and where you're headed. Um, And so when I did that, when I mapped out where I'm at, I mapped out uh, where I was at in my business. I mapped out where I was at as a person. I mapped out where, you know, I wanted to go. Um, and I took a step back cause that's what I do during the whiteboard activities. I'll write everything out and I'll literally go across the room and stand at a distance, really look at everything as a big picture. And I just remember saying like, I, I am equipped to go through this transition Uh, thoroughly in a way that, you know, I can prepare for the change. I can get ready for it. Do I know how this is going to go? No, but I have to trust it. And if I do my part, it shall play out. And that's the biggest thing. Faith, 
faith without works is dead. Like you can't just believe, 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 and that's it, right? You have to do your part. And so if you're actively, if you're, if you, if you're having faith actively, like you're doing it, it, it kind of builds it more. Mm-hmm. Because the more activity you do while operating in faith, I mean, it builds up the faith. I'm act, I'm actively moving towards something that I see in a sense, right? I see it, but I don't see it. Um, and then eventually you end up there and you're like, oh, <laughs> hello. So um, faith is you just doing the work with it. And so that's that's what I did. I, I just had to take a step back and, and say, you're equipped to go through the transition. You already know it's not going to feel good. So we know that much. You're going to cry some. Cool. <laughs> you know, right. You just accept it. But understanding that if I do my part, my faith is going to grow. My confidence is going to go grow. My drive is going to grow because I'm being active about it. Can't just sit in it. You got to <laughs> you got to be active about it. So, yeah, I would say I would say that. Oh man. Yeah, definitely. Like that. See, we don't talk about these transitions in entrepreneurship and even in life, like, you know, everybody goes through different changes, seasons. I love mm-hmm. when we talk about different seasons and transitions and just shifts that we go through. And it's really hard as an entrepreneur, like, because there is no orientation booklet to this thing. Oh. Like, you don't get the intro to here's how it's going to be. This is what you can expect. We're going to oh. make you PTO. This is how, you know, like you go on your own. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's so enlightening. It's so encouraging to hear that, you know, like making those uncomfortable changes, having faith in those uncertain times, it's going to pay off. Yeah. But like you said, like, I like writing things out too. So I need to get me a whiteboard. Mm-hmm. Whoever else wants to join with us, let's do a whiteboard party. Let's talk get about it. You gotta get the big one. Get the big one. Yeah. The big one, right? Mm-hmm. But like writing things out, putting it in black and white, stepping away, having that belief. Like I feel like writing it out is the belief. Like I believe yeah. this happen. This is my dream. This is what I want. Yeah. But faith is those little steps in between with the belief. Like you said, you're actively believing, like you're actively putting that, yeah. that, that power behind it. So I love that. It's definitely challenged me. Um, but yeah, that was beautiful, friend, for sure. Yeah. So let's talk about um, purpose. Mm-hmm. So as an entrepreneur that may be listening to this now as a nurse, you know, getting into these career fields of giving, of wanting to make an impact, why would you say it's like really important for someone to start a business with purpose, with a vision? And what exactly does having a purpose mean? What does it look like to you? Yeah. yeah um, purpose for me is it's an assignment right? Um, there's this will inside of us. Um, and so there's two different sides of purpose in, in business. There's the purpose where 
it's literally in you and you're like, this is my God-given purpose. I believe I was placed here to specifically do this. And so if that is if that fire is burning in you, you need to answer that call and, and you need to do that assignment. That's just point blank, period. If you really feel that inside. But then there's the other side of purpose in business where there's a purpose for what you have to offer. There's a problem that you are equipped to solve, you know, um, and in order to have because business is really solving a problem in a sense or um yeah, it's really that's really the basis of business. Like you're solving some kind of problem and, and it may not be like the worst problem, but still you're solving something, whether it's a want, a need or what have you. Right. So you need to have some type of purpose behind what you're doing, what you're offering. So you have those two different sides of like purpose or purpose, I should say. Um, so it's really important to have that if you're on either side. Honestly, purpose is just important in business because um, the purpose drives you. That's the drive right there. There's something that has to be done and I'm the one to do it. There's a purpose. You know what I'm saying? Like this, it really drives you if you, if you start the business with purpose, right? Yeah. Just starting it to make money. Cause here's the thing. I, I tell people this all the time and I, I get funny looks, but I am not driven by money. Am I someone who wants money? I mean, who doesn't? But I'm not driven by money because I firmly believe that if I am operating out of purpose and I am so heavily focused on the impact that I am supposed to make in whatever way. Right. The money's going to come. That's just what it is. It's going to come. But if we are so money driven, we may make the wrong decisions. We may not operate out of purpose. It's just to fulfill this need or greed or want for money. Um, and so if you start a business uh, and lead it with purpose, you you kind of save yourself from the chaos or disruption that could come later on when there's no solid foundation in your business. Right. So this is also working in with ease, you know, with purpose. So, yeah, it's important. Yeah, I agree. And the whole, um, you know, getting into something for the money, it's, mm -hmm. it's there, it's in the back of your head. Like, you know, maybe you may not be open about it, but like sometimes we get into things solely focused on what we're going to receive on the other end. Yeah. If you're in a position, if you have this drive, if you want to help others, that money is never going to fulfill you and you're never going to be fully happy or complete. And so, it's just going to have you like feeling unsatisfied. But if you're yeah. going after your true purpose, you're aligning with what you are supposed to do. Like you said, like you're going to be driven. You're going to continue to wake up at 4 a.m. Whatever you yeah. have time, you know, yeah. you're going to have that drive. And I have to be honest, like sometimes some days I get lost in between. I get lost and I have to challenge myself, go back to my why consistently wake up to my why and as a nurse as a natural giver like if we focus so much on like the the only benefit is getting my bills paid yes that's a great benefit but also we're here to serve we're here to help others that was our main drive that that is going to help you go further last longer um, yeah. we're here to help others but at the same time i'm not trying to burn out either you know yeah. Look, walking in ease. Yeah. We walking in ease over here. We're not forcing, yeah. we're not pushing. But my purpose, my passion is to help others. 
So I think it's really important, like you said, to have the, that, that purpose behind it. That's great. Mm-hmm. Friends. Okay. As we start to wrap up, you're a busy lady. You have so many amazing things going on. Um, you know, how do you keep the balance in your own life? What are some things that help you feel, um, you know, at ease mm-hmm. in all of these things with all of these hats that you're juggling? Um, what are some things that you do every day? Um, with having multiple, you know, um, I guess positions, even though I'm just an overall coach, but um, just having these different areas to create the balance for me, I like to, how do I want to say this? Truly separate everything, right? So if I'm going to be over here in this lane, let's say my fitness training, I plan out my fitness stuff, you know, in certain days. And so when those days hit, I'm over here and I'm making sure that I'm here mentally. I'm conscious of I'm in this area. I need to focus on this area. Then once I'm done with that and then I go into, let's say, the entrepreneur coaching side, I have to leave the fitness side and be right here. Because here's the thing, too, you know, as you're a nurse, your lives are really busy while you're at work. But then when it's time to leave and go home and do your thing, it's probably hard to, like, turn that off because it's so rah, 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 rah. But the way that you turn that off and create that balance in the different areas of your life is leave them where they are. As soon as you clock out, clock out, (laughs) turn it off. And turning it off could mean, you know, going home, maybe sit for a little bit before you go into your next thing, whatever that is, if it's work on your business, if it's to go work out, if it's to whatever, right? Whatever, whatever's next from the other thing. It's like leave everything where it's at. And when you're in it, be 100% in it, be present in it. And so that's kind of how I balance everything. I just put everything in its own place at its own time, right? Um, at least on my schedule, right? <laughs> it's like, I put this over here, I'm like say Monday, Wednesday, Friday, I leave for fitness therapy. Then Tuesday, Thursdays is for the entrepreneur coaching and life coaching, right? And so that lets me know that, okay, Monday, I need to just focus all on this area. And, and let's be honest, let's say all my other stuff does spill over into Monday. There's still a way to put everything in its own block. Mm. Block things, block them out and be in that block and then get out of it. (laughs) That's the best way I can put it. It's like leave everything where it's at when it's supposed to be left and then get into it and be in it while you're in it. Don't bring the other stuff into that, because if you do that, you're not going to give your all. You're not going to you're not going to give 100 percent. Because you have so much. And that goes for the, the, the distractions in our lives. Like sometimes we're not able to focus or we're not able to get things done because we have so much going on in life, whether it's our relationships or maybe situations in life. And you're just so like chaotic up here that you can't move with ease and create the balance until you separate everything and put it in its own box. So, yeah, I think that's that's what I do. <laughs> yes. I hear you saying boundaries. I hear you saying, look, this is my time for work. This is my home time. This is my self-care time. And then I hear you saying taking breaks. Yeah, taking breaks. Time in between. Like, <laughs> that is so important. Like, we don't have to just 
hustle all day long and then we're productive. Then we had a productive day. Like even if you got one thing done or none, like did you hydrate? What did you do to take care of yourself today? That's the win right there. Yeah. Like um, so definitely. So that's great. I mean, all of those things, like we all have to remember that. I think especially having that schedule, writing things yeah. out. I love that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, I think right now, too, we have this like hustle, this hustler uh, mentality or hustler way of being like team, no sleep, team, like done team, you know, whatever. Right. Hashtag this and that. That doesn't work for everybody. And Mm -hmm. first of all, that is not the way for to to succeed in life that is not the way like some people are driven that way and it works for them cool but to say this is the way to be to have a business or to 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 thrive in life we gotta go 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 forget sleep i'll sleep when i'm dead like no we cannot have that it does not so whatever works for you i mean the cool thing about it is we can create you know those blocks those boundaries the ease we can create it we have the permission to do it we have the ability to do it and so why not use that power to really create your own life balance because there is no one you have to say okay i wrote down my balance this is what it looks like is this okay it's like screw all that write it out if that's what it looks if that looks good to you then that's what it is so if you are not of the hustler go 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 i need to transition into this asap don't do it like I am the, I will always be the person to tell you to sit down somewhere. <laughs> like have a seat first, okay? Before you jump into something, sit down for a quick second and breathe, right? And then get your mind right and then go ahead and step into it. But, you know, work, work in it your way. <laughs> so, yeah. I love that. I love that for sure. Permission granted, y'all. Remember did you hear that from Laurel? Permission granted to walk in your path the way you need to. And the mm-hmm. hustle mode, the hustle mentality, like you said, it doesn't it doesn't serve you, especially if you're going to run yourself ragged and get burnt out. So before you start, and I also hear you saying, like, before you start transitions and change, like, it's okay to pause. It's okay yeah, to take pause. back seat for a moment. Mm-hmm. It's important to take that pause. The pause is necessary. It is necessary before you jump into And here's the thing. Again, sometimes it doesn't always look like that. Sometimes the change is right around the corner and it's abrupt and you're in it. And so if you're going to be in it, the first step is accept it. Okay, I jumped into this quickly. It's uncomfortable because I didn't get a chance to have that pause. And so now you have to work in your boundaries within that change, that abrupt change, and move some things around to where you can have the moment to have a seat while within that new change. You know what I mean? It's still you calling the shots. Like, (laughs) call the shots. That confidence, being confident, Mm -hmm. having the faith in yourself, knowing you. But it all starts with like that self awareness. Mm-hmm. You have to be aware. Yeah, if you can. But the change may be coming, maybe around the corner. So grab, grab your seat. You know, <laughs> you better hold on. Seat on. But being grounded in you, knowing what you're about, like I think that's so important. Yeah, Laurel, it's been amazing chatting with you, Brent. We could go on. We could make this. Oh, you got some more? Come on, we could talk. <laughs> I love it. 
I love it. And she keeps it real, y'all. This I am so happy to call her friend, and I'm so glad we have connected. Where can we reach you, and how can people, if they want to start or you know get into your programs for the fitness coaching, for fitness therapy, um, go ahead. Let us know what about the entrepreneurship, all of the things. Where can we find out about you if you want to give a little bit about what that looks like? Yes, absolutely. Okay. So for fitness therapy, fitness therapy training um, is life coaching and fitness training combined. So basically, before you get into your fitness program, you're going to start with the wheel of life assessment to see where you are in life and where you're trying to go. And then we're going to also use uh, the fitness as a tool to build up your body, to build up your mind, to create those changes and navigate those changes in your life to become a better person to become, um, to highlight different areas in your life that needs to be leveled up. So that's what fitness therapy training is. So you can go to my website. Um, it is the best alternative to, uh, personal training. Um, so it's www.fitnesstherapytraining.com. That is the website. Um, Instagram is fitness therapy training. Um, Facebook, same thing, fitness therapy training, just across the board, fitness therapy training, right? Um, any and everywhere. Um, and then as far as the entrepreneur coaching, um, that I just recently launched that business. So I'm still getting my hub together. So at this time, I would say contact me through fitness therapy training. But as far as entrepreneur coaching, um, I'm here to eliminate the stress of starting a business, right? I'm here to keep it real and not just throw a bunch of business jargon at you. So it's almost like there's still some life coaching within the entrepreneur coaching because to be an entrepreneur, you have to be a certain way, right? So we still got to tap into the life side to make sure that you are good so that you can do what you need to do, right? So um, that is that just launched literally like, couple weeks ago. Um, and so I'm building that out. So I will soon have a hub um, and we'll be offering workshops, um, webinars, um, membership coaching. So right now, just hit me up on fitness therapy training. Um, and then when I release my hub, I will be sure to give you that information so you can let your ladies know. Yes. Oh my gosh, y'all. She's too modest. This whole thing is like a perfect transition. The whole fitness life coaching, fitness therapy into the entre entrepreneurship coaching. It's a perfect, it complements each other and it fits you so well. And I'm so excited to see all of the wonderful things to come that you're doing even now, friend. Like I'm super excited for you and I'm thankful to be here a part of the journey as well. The nurse wellness community is Definitely going to support you in all ways. Um, so we're going to leave your contact information in the show notes. So, y'all, it's been wonderful. Thank you. Oh, Thank you for coming. For sure. <laughs> all right, friend. We'll talk soon. All right. Bye-bye. Y'all, Laurel Woods was in the building. This amazing lady has on so many different hats, but she's still walking in ease. She's still walking in purpose and letting it flow. And as nurses, we can learn a lot from her journey. Having that open mindset to be ready for those changes. And as nurses, you know, that's what we do. We're fluctuating and we're flexible, but having that groundedness groundedness to keep us through the journey is so important. And Laurel was definitely able to share all of that with us tonight. So I'm so thankful that she could be a part of this live tonight. Again, thank y'all so much for hopping on and we'll see you next time. You have a wonderful rest of your week. Bye.